What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unqualified Game Chat. I'm your host, Azara Lopez. With me today is my co-host, Spencer Legacy, the only Canadian on this podcast. It's true. So true. So true. I am the only Canadian on this podcast. And you know what? It's a niche that I'm willing to, to fill, you know? Yeah, Spencer... We need to celebrate something real quick. Do we? We put out a call to arms, if you will. Now, follow me. On our first few episodes of this podcast, not a mere two months ago, (laughs) we asked our listeners one thing. One thing. One one thing. To come through on one thing, and that is to go back and watch Last Gen, The Legend of Mana. And guess what? Guess what? Two months later, <laughs> they came through. <laughs> Sons of bitches did it. Those crazy bastards. The crazy did bastards it. did it. You did it. It took and you two months. That's kind of long, but you did it anyway. You know, it took it took a while for Grandma Mod to open up the app and check the YouTube. Because uh, because they, they were they were sending it to everybody. Yeah, they were. And they you were. know what? The grandmas got us got us uh, those views. The yeah. grandmas got Magna Carta. Yeah. So we asked our listeners to watch Last Gen Legend of Mana, a show that Spencer and I created together to uh, one get through my backlog of games. True. Two teach ourselves more about games that we don't know about and want to know more about. Always open to learn. And uh, I forgot what I was counting down. So and three, to teach you dang listeners a thing or two. We got to teach you about these good games. Because, like, if you don't know about it, you do now. Yeah. So we it's more of like a history piece uh, where we go through old uh, interviews and facts about the game and uh, share it with you. I also get a record bit of footage of it, and I have a lot of fancy HD converter shit, so I get to use that. He's going over it before the show. There's a lot of HDMIs running yeah. through that desk. It's probably it's probably overkill, but you know, whatever. Gets the job done. Gets the job done. And so we put out Magna Carta, and guess what? What? One day, twelve hundred plays. Oh. Ooh. 24 hours, you guys. No, that's more like it. That's what we were wanting. That's what we wanted from Legend of Mana. But I did not. I I got I was hurt. I was like, I didn't want to. I was like, well, fuck. Spencer and I spent all this time putting these uh five, six episodes together and 200 plays. It hurt. It hurt deep in you know it 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 wasn't the plays that got me because we release content whether or not it gets X amount of plays. It's just that I wanted this to be our flagship type of thing. And it is a passion project, if you will. Yeah. Um, I'll put out stuff that doesn't get a lot of plays, but. But not this. But not this. Not this. This meant something to me. Um, and I'm glad that Magna Carta pulled through. And so go watch it. Last Gen Magna Carta. It's up right now. Go watch and it. And 
Get it to two thousand. Why not? Sure. And uh, yeah, get it. Get you know. I won't post the next episode. <laughs> until Magna Carta hits five K episodes, and let me tell you, you are gonna want episode three. You oh, you want it? Oh, it is. It is. You're gonna you be begging it. for it. You're you need episode three. Let me tell you what, because it is just so hot. It is so hot. So okay. Spencer, as you know, mm-hmm. this podcast mm-hmm. is recorded every week and posted to podcast services on Thursdays. Every Thursday. Uh, your YouTubes, your iTunes. Please subscribe to us on the iTunes and stuff and leave us a, a rating. It just please, uh, oh, please. It just helps us out a little bit. You need to really little, like us. Just a little endorphin rush. Yeah, See, just oh, five stars. Yes. Click it. It's not gonna, it's yes. just just a click. Even one stars gives us a yeah. negative endorsement we're like what a, that's horrible but whoa, 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 whoa. Keep, keep, keep it keep it five stars <laughs> but definitely go for five stars yeah <laughs> like at least four and a half uh, my finger slipped went to one star <laughs> we will assume uh, all one stars are finger slips thank you <laughs> that's what happens when <laughs> when people unfollow us from twitter i just imagine that they're just bots that got banned what <laughs> <laughs> these bots are just getting banned that's all it could be. It can't be my tweets. It can't. Yeah. What, you don't like these news articles about anime waifus getting games? You should know what you're signed up for. <laughs> um, Spencer, let me yes. know what you're playing. I've been playing new Pokemon Snap. Ah, that's the shutter sound. You were close. Welcome back. <laughs> the classic quotes. My, uh, excellent. No, he says... Wonderful. That's what Professor Oak says. You wish the, that classic. all of those sounds were back in your life. I do. The, the my I love I love new Pokemon Snap. My one issue, other than that, you can only submit one photo at a time, which makes star rankings kind of hard. It was stupid. Is, that was stupid. that was that was the stupidest thing I've ever. Oh, that that's what that's what made it suck. That's my biggest problem with the game. But the other problem is that it has less of a quirky tone than the original snap the original snaps music was weird but it was great and the the weird 2d professor oak ranking you and having weird voice clips there's something very strange about that but it's it fits so Mm -hmm. i kind of miss the quirk but at Mm -hmm. the same time mechanically it's like improved in every way like there's so many more levels there's so much more content so many more pokemon they're all what i love about pokemon snap and a lot of the side games is that you can see Pokemon acting like animals instead of just being units. It's like, oh, these Pokemon are picking fights with each other. They're they're doing funny stuff. They're just hanging out on a tree. It's like, yeah, that's that's what it's all about. That's fun. So I've I've really been enjoying taking all these photos and you know, another endorphin rush comes from uploading them in the online mode, getting those sweet medals. And you're like, ooh, I got 200 sweet medals. Yeah, 200 people liked my photos. <laughs> That's more people than I know. And it's it's a good feeling. But overall, like I'm I'm really enjoying new Pokemon Snap. And I'm surprised how much content there is. Because the original game, I was a Sega kid. So I would go over to cousins' houses on holidays and stuff. And they would have an N64. And I'd play Puzzle League and Snap. And then I bought it on the Wii when I was a kid when the when it came out there. So I love Snap. 
and, but it was always so short that I would just play it over and over. But then this came out. It has a ton of content. And I'm really happy about that. It's a little repetitive. It is. If you, I wonder if part of that is how we play it as fast as possible. To That's review the problem. It. Yeah, no, it's a game that you're supposed to play over months, you know? Yeah. But like our, runs, but, but how we play games, it's like, oh, fuck, I got to do this 10 times more so I can get these pictures, so I can level up this, so I can see this, yeah. see this kind con- like you're constantly wanting to progress just to see the extra content because you are reviewing it and you have to see the content. Part it's it's like we talked about last week with Nier, where the repetition in Nier would not be nearly as big a problem if I didn't play it four times in like five days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Much less of a problem. So it's part of it is the reviewer mindset that is the issue. Part of it is it is sculpted in a very specific way to be like a theme park ride or a safari, and uh, you you don't go on theme park rides for like. 14 hours in a row <laughs> you go on a few rides over a day and then you uh, spend 20 dollars on a hamburger yeah and then you spend 20 dollars on hamburger 10 dollars on water uh because <laughs> it has a cool mickey mouse on it and then you like you go on rides every hour or so you don't do like 15 runs of a ride <laughs> in like an hour <laughs> so yeah yeah i thought it was i just thought it was super cute like some it of those, is. some of those Pokemon are so adorable. They and are, and the like. You'll take a, You'll be like, "This is a photo moment. I'm glad I can capture this adorable moment." Yeah, I wonder. Like it, it makes me wonder. That's why I kind of don't like the online element. It's just that seeing other people get the same shots or similar to the same shots that I got kind of makes me kind of removes me from it and makes me not feel so unique as I did with the N64 version. Like the N64 fair. version, I had no one to compare my my pictures to except for my friends. But you they would print go to Blockbuster? Yeah, I would go to Blockbuster. I would go to Blockbuster for just for that and Stadium. But yeah, just for that you'd go to Blockbuster. Um but not not like 6 months ago, 7 months ago, my girlfriend's uh older brother he was just showing me his Pokemon Snap uh, pictures. And from the N64, he just booted it up. Like, he doesn't know about new Pokemon Snap. He didn't know it was coming. He just yeah. wanted to show me his pictures. I'm sorry, you got to see the sick photo <laughs> I took he played, of Pidgey. He played the Muse stage and everything just to show me that he could do it. And I was like, dude, I believe you. Uh, but Damn, dude, you're badass as hell. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I mean... I mean, clearly people still enjoy the art of taking pictures, but yeah, I just didn't like, I just didn't like seeing my pictures close to what other people got. You know, it just kind of, that's fair. so I stayed off of the online element. It's fun for that social aspect of it, but I think, I think the more interesting moments are when you're just, you kind of share them with yourself, you know, yeah. and then I don't know. I don't know. It's it's, cool. it's it's a weird it's weird to describe like the the idea or the feeling of it, but you just got to get them printed for yourself to hang up to go yeah. wow. Like it's my adventure, it's no one else's adventure. I'm Todd Snap's disciple, me. Yeah. Not you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um but overall though, it's it's a beautiful game. It's 
it's repetitive it's fun there's there's a little there's little secrets here and there that that really sell the world yeah you know it's it's immersive i just wish it had slightly better music i wish it had more memorable music slightly better music i wish everything was voice acted i think i think nintendo could have put the money towards complete voice acting and not just little cg scenes um yeah it's that there's there's just a sense of this has to be immersive and i think that kind of stuff removed it just that uncanny staring that the characters did with their big eyes and they're like lavender I've, i've probably said this on the show but i really miss the old pokemon art style from the first like two to three generations where everyone had like bigger heads and like it was it was less anime even though it was anime like it was like old manga yeah it was like old manga there's like a distinct look and that's most evident when you compare like the art of todd from snap to like todd in the new game where you're like oh yeah he's a chad now yeah like the style's so different yeah. So I, I do miss the old he style. A bunch of bitches. He he started doing yeah. cocaine with Playboy models and shit. Like <laughs> of his dope photos. He, this is his rehabilitation. <laughs> He's like, I'm back to take more photos. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's uh, Chad Todd. Chad Todd. What a Chad. But uh, yeah, I've I've been enjoying it overall quite a bit. So I can't complain too much. Cool, cool. What have you been playing, Azario? <laughs> I have been playing a normie-ass game called Metro Exodus Enhanced Edition. That doesn't sound Japanese. It doesn't. It's 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 Russian. You Do know, they even make things there? I don't think... I mean, I love a good anime game, guys. But there is something about the Metro series that I just love. Like, the narrative is so good... I I just like the I like the 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 exploration, the challenge. There's like it's super hard. It's a very difficult game. It's it's the game that they remove the HUD. You know, you don't have anything but your tools uh to tell you what to do. And you can completely remove everything on the HUD if you want. Like you won't see anything. Even if you try to pull up your your menu to to switch weapons or something, it, it won't show you. Um, just for that immersive experience, and I, I really, I really like it. And another thing, another reason why I wanted to play this game is I've never understood RTX ray tracing, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. Um, people say ray tracing all the time, and I'm just, I just believe them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah look at that. You it's know, like, I just, oh, reflections and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Shadow. Uh, I've never noticed it. And God damn it, this game is so beautiful, Spencer. Ooh. Oh my God. Oh my God, Spencer. Yes. The light, the way it shines through windows and like <laughs> bounces. And ref- oh my God. It's so. Is this real life? This is, you know, this game came out in 2019 and it fucks Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> oh my God. In every fucking way. Like I'll, I said it in my review. My review is posted by the time this posts. I said it. I was like, Cyberpunk 2077 tried to do something like this, but this old ass game just 
fucks it. You know, like I didn't say <laughs> I didn't say those words exactly. I wish you did. That would have been an incredible <laughs> review. This game fucks. <laughs> yeah, this game fucks. <laughs> and it's just, it's like, 4A Games, the developer, is just flexing super hard with this because it's a free update. There's no, there's they're they're making no money off of this because right now you can get this game for free on Humble Bundle. Wow. Uh, as a subscriber, if you're a subscriber to them, you can get it for free and it comes with the enhanced edition. So once you get it from Humble Bundle as a subscriber, you just upgrade. The, the, the caveat of it all, Spencer, let me tell you, is that you need a fucking monster PC to play this game. You need... Oh, I would imagine. The shittiest, the shittiest thing about this game is that you need the RTX 3060 and above pretty much to play it. The problem is, is that you can't buy them right now. It's just a really Shortage. bad time for this to release yeah. because the your, your player base won't be able to experience it. And it sucks. But Azario could. But I could. And I only tell you why I could. Because there was a time around November, August or something where the, the prices of GPUs went below around 800, 900. And I was like, fuck it. I'll just buy it. I, I offered... I offered 700 for a uh, 3070. And I was like, this guy's never going to accept it because he was asking like 900 for it. And I wake up in the morning, the brother accepted it. And I was like, damn. God damn it. Now I got to pay $700. And I I knew I didn't have the money, <laughs> but I what did it anyway. <laughs> and um, I ate ramen for a couple weeks, but then the prices shot up. So I was like, I was pretty happy. I was yeah, pretty that's happy. a good investment. Yeah, I was pretty happy about that that time to buy. Um, so that's the only reason why I was able to play it, to be honest. And I've never pushed my PC to the extent that this game has asked. And I'm really glad that I did. I'm really glad to to look forward to this type of experience because they say like Spider-Man Miles Morales has RTX, whatever. And yeah, I could see the shadows and stuff, but that game just looks like the PS4 version. <laughs> to fair. me it does to me i i know it's probably like has smoother transitions low lower load times but it, it looks definitely does yeah it looks like the ps4 the ps i never looked at the ps4 game and was like fuck this game's fucking ugly you know and Ooh. then you know, i never did is what i'm saying i never looked at the ps4 version and thought that it was oh ugly. i thought you said that you'd never seen the ps4 version but you oh no no no! I never. Ugly. I was never playing the PS4 version and thought it would look ugly. So when I played the PS5 Miles Morales, I was like, oh, it looks like it looks the same." Yeah. Seeing this game convinced me that there's a future in graphic games. Um, I just, I just wonder what it is. I don't know if it's the first person experience that that's where it comes from. You know. Because, because third person, you're not there in the world. You're more of a spectator. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm also playing Resident Evil, and I guess I could say for this game too, because embargo's over. Um, for this game too, it was developed on PS4, mm -hmm. and I could you can tell, you know, yeah, you can, you can tell. 
And seeing going from Metro to that, and it's so crazy because it's an old game, but it's the lighting that just does wonders to a game. And I'm very excited about the future in gaming. I just like the fact that Metro, made by this 4A games developer, fucks uh, Bethesda in the ass. You know, just like I thought you were just ending it there. You're like, fucks. No, it fucks Bethesda, Fallout, everything. Like, it's like the better Fallout. And I just love that it just knocks it out of the park. So if you have a beefy computer and if you've played Metro Exodus or own it, you just, just get that upgrade. It's also on PS5 and Xbox Series X, and that's a free upgrade as well. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if that game's if that version's releasing tomorrow too, but whatever. Whatever. What if it is, it is. Um, so that's how I've been playing. Um, but I mentioned Resident Evil, and this is going to go into our topic. This whole first-person survival horror thing that's, that's going on in the world today. And I'll preface this conversation with PT and what that did for survival horror really influenced the direction that Resident Evil went in. Mm-hmm, for sure. Because you play Resident Evil 7 and it is very much PT. It's wild to me how much like a playable teaser update upload like changed games. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It's like I I re before I played Resident Evil 8, I replayed Resident Evil 7 just to remember things. And I was like, holy shit, like they they ripped off. PT like so much it was it's not it's like not even and and it works because PT was never a thing but going from that to Resident Evil 8 Resident Evil 8 is not what Resident Evil 7 was Resident Evil 8 there's there's far more there there's a lot there's a lot more action I want to say going on on screen but less in your face because i think seven was built for vr and that that had a lot of like ooh jump scares uh this resident evil 8 relies on its environment a little more i like that really they really fill that environment up with things to um to interact with and do and i and I think that's the direction that I like survival horror going in is more environmental, less first person bullshit. I honestly don't really like the first person things, but I would like to know your ideas. The first person is strange. I mean, it's it's arguably more effective for horror yeah. because it's more immersive, like you were saying about uh Metro, where it's it's more like you're there, mm-hmm. especially when it's someone like Ethan, who at least in seven, I haven't played Village yet, um, is very much, he's not like a super distinct character. He's, he's a pretty relatable everyman who's just like, oh, he's I'm having a bad day. To ha- yeah, I'm having a bad day. I've come to save my GF. That's it. And it's like, okay, that's pretty relatable. Most people would, would be like, oh, I want to help out the person I care about. So it's more immersive in that sense, but at the same time, like even just Resident Evil has gone through so many changes over time that it's hard to say what's the most effective. Like 
the Resident Evil 1 remake is still scary. Like, playing through it with the fixed camera angles and everything, it's still really effective. Mm-hmm. And then Resident Evil 4 is still, like, an excellent game that has freaky moments. And then, like, Resident Evil 7 is entirely different, and it works really well for what it does. So, I'm pretty open to variants of uh, this kind of formula in horror where, like, I'll try anything once, essentially. Um, But when you mix action with it, that's dangerous because I feel like with the first-person angle, if there's too much action, it's very it's very easy to be like, Oh, this is like a a first person shooter essentially with horror themes instead of like, Oh, this is a first person survival, like horror game. So I, I, I don't mind the transition personally and I'm a big survival horror fan. So, um, I can, I can accept it. Um, but I'm interested to see going forward, whether they stick with that style for more than just these two games Mm-hmm. or if they they do something new so i don't know i'm excited to try village because it, it does look really interesting to me and the environmental storytelling is kind of my bag more so than the jump scares for sure i think the i think the less the less scary part is having these enemies that move quickly mm-hmm. and i think that's what made the earlier Resident Evil's kind of scary because you were trying to shoot them, but they were still coming at you. Yeah. And you didn't really know if you were shooting them in the head or shooting, you know, you didn't really have that control. And you only had so many resources. Yeah. You only so had so much. And, and they were still walking at you and it's slow. It's like a Michael Myers type moment where they don't run, you know, they're just, it's just a slow burning. You're like, fuck, you're like counting the seconds, how many shots you can get off. And like, yeah. And that makes the fast enemies even scarier because you're so used to the slow ones. Mm-hmm. that when like a liquor shows up, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. And they yeah. don't, they don't. Yeah. And that's what it is. But it, but it gradually goes up to that. And in this one, the enemies are fast right away. You're fighting these fucking werewolf lichen assholes. And one of the, one of the early, requests of the game is survive the attack mm-hmm. and that's where i was like well what am i fucking playing right now survive the attack what is this yeah. is it that's a resident Evil five like wave thing you know yeah. where where is it's like mercenaries mode come on yeah like survive what what kind of what kind of request is that i i, I have 11 bullets you know yeah. like i just started the game and you're just asking survive what attack what am i what am I, you know and it's stuff what like that fighting for yeah like uh, so it's stuff like that that kind of pulls me out of it and that's why i like games like outlast where where the first half of the game kind of gives you these slow daunting enemies where you don't really have what it takes to take them on and i like that idea but even that's now overplayed i mean they've done it so many times already yeah. Or oh remove remove the weapons from the person and see what they can do. Um I think survival horror is a genre that can very quickly become overplayed because they it kind of follows trends mm-hmm. in a similar way that you know first person shooters do and action games do where everything had uncharted climbing for a while or Assassin's Creed climbing. Mm-hmm. Everything had uh sp- you know specific pacing to it in shooters and whatnot. So 
I think that survival horror can risk becoming samey. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see how Village stands. It's a, it's a tricky situation for Capcom, who essentially popularized it. Yeah. They're on the fucking chopping block for always needing to um, progress it. They can't just reuse the same thing, you know? Mm-hmm. They're not they're not in that situation. And I and I'm glad they went back and did the the remakes for two and three. Yeah, those were great. They those were really effing good, you know? And I was I would hope that it would align their stories a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am fucking lost. I'm totally open to them just remaking everything like yakuza kiwami style where it's like slightly different so that they can make the story more straightforward because you still have the old ones if you want like the crazy wacky story with like code veronica and shit which is i love and then you can have you no one likes code veronica and i loved code veronica code veronica is a very frustrating game but i have fond memories of it (laughs) yeah you go to antarctica what is that it's so good weird brother sister uh it's a great like I think it would be a great idea if they remade everything on like they had that team doing that and it they made their own new canon. I think that'd be interesting. And it would give them a chance to retry stuff guns? like six. Yeah. Oh man. I'd love a Code Veronica remake. I'd love for them to fix the stuff that is wrong with that game. I think that'd be really fun. But realistically, nothing was wrong with it because it's the best one. Because <laughs> it's a perfect game. It's literally mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's true um but in terms of like other survival horror titles the thing like there's some indie developers who are making games that are inspired by classic resident evil games and i like that too i like that somebody's there to to take the torch yeah but you gotta you gotta i think first person is the the easiest way to scare somebody there's always that looming feeling that something's chasing you, you know? And it's like, it's like when you use the bathroom at night and you, you're walking to your bed and you kind of, you want to run a little bit yeah, because maybe like, someone's behind you, you know? And it's that feeling. And, and the only way to get that feeling is probably first person. And so, I mean, Capcom's in a tough spot. They are. But I guess I would like, our listeners to let us know what they what scares them and kind of where they would like the survival horror Do you genre love Code to Veronica? Go. You should. Yeah. Tell us what you think about Code Veronica and why it's the best game that you've ever played. And how cool it is that you start off with a lighter. Yeah. And the metal detector part. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the uh and let us know about the final boss and how fun that final boss was. Yeah, because you definitely all got there. I know it. Yeah. One time I had to restart because I didn't take my grenade launcher with me from the fucking safe. I had all my, <laughs> I had all my bullets in the, in the um, storage. But you, if you save before the boss, you can't get back to your storage. They'll lock you out of the storage. Oh, that's, that's bullshit. But it's still that's perfect. No, oh, yeah, it's it's bullshit, but it's a perfect game. It's still per- that's like a cool way to increase the horror aspect. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just making you pay for your, what you do wrong for your sins. Yeah. Um, but any any closing thoughts? Uh, I like survival horror. I can't wait to play Village, and I can't wait to see what's next for this genre. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, well, one, one more question. Sure. What was your first? What was your first memory of playing Resident Evil? Um, my neighbor playing. One How old were you? Two. I was probably like four, and I, I was like, "This is scary. Can we play Digimon World now?" And he How was old like, were you? Like four. You're a gamer at four years old. I was a gamer at four years old. I Whoa. went to his house and played Digimon World all the time and Spider-Man. Whoa, look at you. I was a gamer as long as I can remember, buddy. What can I say? I had no, a Nintendo. Yeah. I had a Nintendo at four years old and I would play Mario. That's impressive. We had a Sega Genesis and I would play Aladdin. Mm, mm, but this is mm. this could be a topic of its own. This is gonna be yeah. So okay, so you 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 played your at your friend at your neighbor's I house. I went to my na- my cool older neighbor's house and I was like this is scary. I want to play Digimon World now. <laughs> he was like, "Okay." I uh, I think I was probably seven or eight, and it was Resident Evil One, and I was at a sleepover at Ricky Grady's house, and uh, Call, doxing you, Ricky, calling <laughs> you out. It was spelled a weird way. I I doubt anybody could find uh, this person, but um. But uh, yeah, and I mean, I Zara Lopez, the I'm the easiest person to find. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so they wanted to play Resident Evil, and they put it on on the TV, and for some reason we were all terrified. And that first zombie that looks over oh, his yeah, shoulder. The- we all screamed and we turned it <laughs> off. And that was my first uh, experience with Resident Evil is how scary that was. And maybe I was feeding off the scares of the people around me and the kids around me. But um, I wasn't scared. I was the brave one. Well, I, was I think I was just in. I think we we're overselling it. <laughs> I feel like we were overselling it. But we were but I, I was like, I remember being scared. But it might have been mob mentality. You know, you just <laughs> I wanted them to feel better. Yeah. It was uh so that was my first experience. So it was probably about seven or eight. And then I got uh, I got a PlayStation at nine. I got my first PlayStation. I Ace Combat later, and Crash Bandicoot. Those are my years games. Years later, I burnt Resident Evil 3 for my Dreamcast because I was like, I want to play that now. So I burnt it on a CD. I mean, you're I a bad boy. You're a bad boy, Spencer. Bad boy, Spencer. I, I own right. one on PSN. I'm okay. I'm safe. Well, um, if you're playing Resident Evil Village, let us know, uh, and uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about Resident Evil Village in the comments. And uh, until next week, have a have a good one. Bye, everyone. Bye.